Hi, this is Marie, and welcome to season three of Marie Has Feelings. Um, If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, thank you for coming back. Um, (laughs) It has obviously been a minute since my last uh, recording, and um, I'm just really excited to be starting up season three and to be sharing what's on my heart, to be sharing stories and reflections, conversations. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. I am also so excited to have any new listeners here. Um, You'll find that I speak to you as if you are an old friend. I like to carry you along with me as I go about my day. Um, I do not edit. I just share from... Uh, well, a rather vulnerable and raw place. And over the years, I've thought of um, maybe changing that, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I just need to keep it as real as possible. Um, I actually started this podcast in 2020, and it was an answer to the question, what would you do if you were no longer afraid? And, um, And so one day, I decided that I was sick of living in fear. And so I downloaded a random app that I found I poured my guts out into my first episode, called it Marie Has Feelings on a Whim and hit publish. Um, And I'm so grateful I did it. It's been such a journey for me to come into myself. Um, Let's see here. Oh, a little bit about me. I have three beautiful children. They are 10, 8, and 5. I have been married to my husband, Anthony, um, for almost 12 years. We've been together for about 15 and he is such a good person and I feel so grateful to be with him. We have three dogs that we um, rescued. No, we don't have three dogs. Hello. We have a dog and two cats. They are rescues and we got them during COVID. I feel just like so many other people. I am not an animal person, but it turns out I absolutely love my pets. One of them is Penelope. She's a Mastiff boxer mix. And then we have Kiwi and Coco. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, I am a yoga instructor and a body mind coach. So I own a business called Mindful Warrior where I work with women who are in the thick of it, trying to figure out and reconnect with who they are as they manage life's ups and downs. And it's such an honor to work with so many amazing women. Uh, I... um, I guess I don't really have much more to say except that I'm really excited that you're here and I'm excited that I just get to start uh, season three and um, share as much as I am able. (laughs) So please enjoy and uh, here we go. Hello and welcome to season three. It has been just over a year since my last recording. And, you know, I really wanted to do that just to keep you all on your toes to the point where you got incredibly bored waiting for my next episode and then forgot about me. Um, So I'm back and, um, you know, when I went between season one and season two, I put out this little message about how I was going to take this intentional pause. 
this time around, there was really no intention. I feel like I just fell into chaos. Um, and it was a mix of chaos and calm. At the beginning of the year of 2022, um, I decided that my sort of word for the year would be capacity. And I didn't realize how much I would need to work on growing my capacity for discomfort and distress. Um, the year was not as um, traumatic or up and down uh, as years passed, but it definitely came with one curveball after another. And it required um, me to find ways to stay as calm as possible in the midst of a lot of uncertainty. After my last recording, you know, like I said a year ago, um, we just kind of had one thing after another happen. So we got COVID um, and then it was spring break in March and um, everybody ended up getting the stomach flu. And that same week, there was a second shooting at our home. Um, and by this point, um, the market had improved. And so we were able to put it on the market immediately. But that meant um, two weeks of super intense preparation, painting, packing. Anthony had um, was going to be presenting and teaching in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and our family was going to be joining him. So what we did was put the house on the market while we were in Puerto Rico, and thanks be, it sold. Um, but then when we got home, it was this mad dash to find a house to move into and, of course, make all of the necessary changes for the buyer. Um, and that was really intense. Uh, it was definitely a seller's market and not a buyer's one. And so going from house to house and trying to sort of make this hasty decision about the neighborhood and what we could afford and what we had the energy to fix and how to be wise in the midst of all of it, it was just a lot. Um, so we finally ended up moving mid-June um, and Anthony was going to be opening his second location for his private practice, Waxwing Psychological Services. So the summer was filled with um, a, a lot of that, um, just trying to work together as a team to help him launch this second location, um, which included hiring more therapists and all the different things. And, um, and that rolled into September, it seemed, just in the blink of an eye. And um, there was just so much in between all of the most obvious updates. Uh, some weeks felt like they were pretty good and others were just really stressful. And um, Anthony and I were doing everything we could to stay connected. But when um, you're apart from each other that much and um, trying to move and, you know, three kids trying to just adjust to a new home and a new neighborhood. Um, man, it just, it really got to be a lot. We have moved, I want to say, we've been together now, oh my gosh, almost 15 years, been married for almost 12. And I'm pretty sure we've moved 
it's either seven or nine times. So we've actually never been in the same house for more than two years. So my hope is that with this new one, we actually have the chance to settle in and make the improvements that we want to make and let our family truly, truly, truly grow into it. And that's taking a lot of time. The house is twice as big as any home we've ever lived in. And, um, and so in our living room, we currently have one couch, no rug, no curtains, no pictures. Um, it sounds like we're living destitute, but we're not. I'm just not willing to get something crappy or cheap just to fill the space. So I am waiting and searching for the right fit for each room. Um, yesterday, I felt proud of myself and excited because my youngest has a rainbow room. She absolutely loves rainbows. I think this upcoming birthday will be the third year in a row that she has a rainbow birthday and everything in her room is rainbows. So even though I know that I should not be a DIYer, I made that decision a few years ago and just owned it to Anthony and said, I know this is not my calling um, (laughs) or my gift. I did decide to try to paint a rainbow on her wall and it turned out so cute and she was so happy and um, so yeah, I just, I felt really excited. But say um, one of the hardest parts of my year um, has been really being aware of how quickly I fall into distress. It's almost like I have this instinct to panic. And because of that, um, well, my whole life I've experienced a lot of pain from that sort of response to my everyday life. And that's why a therapist suggested to me capacity. So the growing in capacity. So this year has really been um, hard work because, or has taken a lot of hard work because I have been making myself sit with discomfort. And that doesn't happen every day, but I've just noticed um, taking the step to be aware um, has taken a lot of courage and actually a lot of time. Um, But I'm really grateful for it because when I reflect back on myself from say January 2022 I am really in a different place and I started doing this in really small ways Um, one example is driving and maybe feeling a lot of shame around how I was going to be late for picking up my kids from school it's a regular occurrence and I hate it and I'm currently working with someone almost as like a coach to um, really help me manage time and um, I have ADHD and and with that diagnosis there comes something for some people called time blindness where they actually just do not uh, conceptualize time the way others do Uh, so I've I've been working on that and um, So this one day I was driving to pick up my kids and got hit by this big wave of shame. And my instinct was to turn on my radio and just blast some music and numb out. And instead, um, I decided 
to just sit with the feeling. And it was awful. Um, And I could only last about two minutes before I had to put music on. But what I found was um, that after those two minutes were done and the music was on, again, I actually didn't feel as frantic. I didn't feel like I was numbing out. I just felt like I was able to listen and enjoy. Um, And another example is months ago, I was going through something really disappointing. Um, And I have been sort of um, in my work of growing capacity, practicing a lot of radical acceptance sort of delving into this Buddhist teaching that a lot of our pain and suffering comes from what we're constantly comparing um, our life to. So life is hard in and of itself, but when you're pairing it up against how you think it should be, it makes it even worse. And their approach to that is to just let it be what it is and not um, be constantly fighting it. So, I was sitting with this disappointment and feeling so heavy. And I pulled up my phone to watch Netflix. And I thought, kind of whispered to myself, build capacity. And, and that's just what I did. I just sat or laid in bed and thought to myself, this is painful I wish this was different. I can't change what is. But I'll be okay. And I I really breathed through it. Just the way um, when you're in labor and you can't change the fact that you're about to have a contraction. There's nothing that you can do to change it. You just have to be with it until it passes. And... And, and, I, and that's what I did. Like my breath was almost like my um, midwife moving me through the inevitable. And in the morning, I remember speaking to one of my siblings and I, I just said I felt so good after this. this I, I feel good this morning. And when I say so good, I mean, I joke that my, my baseline when someone asks me how you are, I say, oh, I'm good um, with an undercurrent of anxiety, depression, and existential crisis. So I still had all of that chatter in the back of my mind, but I didn't feel controlled by it. And I wasn't, as my mom says, hopping on the crazy train. Like I just let it pass me. And uh, so that was sort of my, my private work, I would say, um, in the first half of 2022. And then later in the year, starting in September, I uh, started going to this spiritual center, a Franciscan spiritual center near me. And they have a little prayer room, meditation room. And almost by accident, one day I was uh, driving after pickup and um, or drop off sorry and I was just gonna go home and one thing I noticed is when I would get home it was almost like I didn't have um, a sense of time or purpose I knew I needed to calm chaos but I might meaning clean up the house and get things ready for the kids Um, but I, I myself was so chaotic that I was being very unproductive so um 
I noticed myself just being drawn to prairie woods and I I just walked in, took off my shoes and went into this little prayer room and sat down and challenged myself to 10 minutes of complete silence. And it was so interesting because 10 minutes at that time felt like an eternity. And I noticed that many waves of not only emotions and feelings, but also physical sensations were taking over my body, it seemed. Um, having been in a place of practicing awareness, it was like, whoa, I am feeling so much. But by being with it, again, I was in that um, that birthing mode where it was like something is supposed to be born here or at least moved through and I can be present to this contraction and breathe through it. And so I did and my day was so different from the days before. And so the next morning I went, dropped Colette off at school, went straight to the Franciscan Center, walked straight to the prayer room, took my shoes off, meditated and prayed for 10 minutes, got up and left. And a few days later, um, I thought, you know, that was really nice, but I don't need to go today. Like I think I have sort of a handle on how to move through the day and I'll be fine. And my day was shit. And I noticed that I was on my phone like crazy. I mean, frantically walking up the stairs. I was reading, you know, whatever thing had popped up on my phone, whatever news article they had decided to throw at me. And I was randomly texting people and flipping between Netflix shows and um, just moving so unintentionally that talk about birthing something. I mean, like I said, it was just chaos. And so that really taught me the lesson that going and being in my body um, as maybe inconvenient or scary as it feels or might be initially is really like a gift. So I feel proud of that. I consider that a win for 2022 and I've carried it into 2023. Um, The morning after the new year, so January 1st, um, I was really thinking about what, what word do I want to be the thing that I focus in on this year? And, um, I felt a lot of different things go through my mind and most of them were about productivity or success. And after really thinking about it and praying about it, what I realized, um, the word that was meant for me was breath and breathe. And I felt this huge calm come over me. Yes, that is what I need to do. And I thought about in the Bible where it talks about how God breathed life into them. And I felt this deep sense of calm because I thought I have been given, I mean, we all have been given this great, great gift, this primal, um, very essential life-giving breath that flows through us every single day, regardless of what we notice or not. It is constantly working to keep us alive. And what could I receive from being aware of it? And um, in yoga, they talk a lot about oceanic breath, 
Um, and it's, I love it. I love when you get in this mode of really feeling the texture of the breath on the back of the throat. And it becomes your power. In vinyasa, every movement is paired with a breath. An inhale, an exhale, an inhale, an exhale. And you'll be holding these different postures. The same as with hot yoga. You know, in hot yoga, you'll hold a posture for 90 seconds. Um, then you'll release and then you'll hold it again for 60. Um, and, oh wait, no, 60 and then 30. I can't remember. It's a long time. Let's just put it that way. It's really hot. And the way to stay focused is by, uh, just focusing in completely on the breath. Um, and I feel like obviously staying alive and breathing is a lifeline it's kind of redundant but um when i when i realized that this word was what i was supposed to really focus on this year i thought this is actually really exciting and beautiful like i don't have to look outside of myself to tap into this and really by engaging it and um By engaging in my breath and um, giving myself like the permission to just enjoy it, I think I might be in for a really beautiful year. Um, and then, of course, the breathing that I did last year to build my capacity, um, I mean, they just go hand in hand. So I feel really, I feel excited and I feel hopeful. Um, I feel empowered. And what I long for is to be a sincere source of comfort and calm in my home and to myself. Um, I was listening to an interview with Leonard Cohen a few months ago and he was talking about how his lover uh, made for such a warm and inviting home to come back to. And when I heard that, I was like, that is so what I want. Um, and I know deep in my heart that in order for that to be the experience of my house, I need to be open to coming home to myself and to... And to be willing to sort of enter into the shadow, um, explore it, and uh, spread my arms out a little bit wider to um, let the light in. Uh, so um, my hope for you is that whatever... Um, you sort of feel called to this year um, comes with this sense of um, ease that you trust that whatever is meant to happen will happen my hope for you is that you never lose sight of the fact that you are here for a reason and that you are so deeply loved it's my hope for myself too. It's, it's my hope for everyone in the world. 
you're meant to be here and you're so deeply loved. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you for um, allowing me to share a bit of what is on my heart. And um, I'm going to hold this podcast lightly for season three. Um, doing my best to record when I'm able and then to just release it when I'm not um, sort of following that mantra of if it's meant to be, it will be. Um, I just want to do my best to keep unnecessary pressure off of my shoulders. I think for so many of us, we are under so much pressure. So um, I really do wish you well. I hope to record again next week. And um, thank you again for listening to Marie Has Feelings. Have a wonderful day. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a minute to leave a rating wherever you listen. Um, I would love to hear from any of you and any and all of you. So um, please feel free to follow me at Marie Has Feelings Podcast on Instagram. You can send me an email at mariecentinamelke at gmail.com. Or you can find me at, Mar- not Marie, or you can find me at mindfulwarrior.info where you can learn a little bit more about my coaching business, about my philosophies and how I approach things. And if you feel up to it, maybe even set up a consult so we can have a conversation. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.